Have you ever this? Okay, let me say something. This didn't happen to me. Okay, it's just a question. But have you ever been like super hungry in the middle of the night? Well, that part yes. Okay, but the second part no. Um, so super hungry in the middle of the night, and then you're like, oh, let me let me go and get some stuff from the kitchen because I'm uh, maybe in the fridge I have something, uh, some juice or uh, snacks or something. So you go and you get you know your regular way to. Um, to, to the kitchen and then while you're going through the living room you 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 hear something it's like somebody like whispering and and, and it's kind of like weird you get scared a little bit and then you see something now you're not only hearing something you're seeing something uh, and, and and then you can hear the whispering like a little bit higher and it's something like oh yes father please bless them Take care of them. And then you realize that probably it's your mom or your dad praying. Well, what do you do? It can be awkward. It can be weird. It can be like, oh, what do I do? That, uh, do I stay here to listen to the whole prayer? Uh, or just like pretend that I didn't hear anything? Uh, what do I do? Well, again, as I said before, this didn't happen to me. However, something similar happened to me. Some of you know that my mom passed away six years ago. And... Uh, the hardest part for me, and I think I have shared this before with, with, with the church, was to go back to her house to clean it up. Because it was that sense of emptiness, you know, trying to go to the place where she was the joy, you know, for, for that house. And I was like, oh, this is so weird. So I was cleaning up the whole thing, and, and then I got some help from, from my friends. And then I found some documents. And when you find documents, you got to be careful. So I started reading everything just to make sure that I was able to save the, the, the really important ones. Okay. So I found a book and I was like, oh, a book. Oh, it was more like, like, like a journal. Okay. I was like, oh, my mom hmm, writing stuff down. That's kind of weird. I, I didn't know that. So yes, I decided to read that. Not the whole thing. It wasn't that much, probably like 20 pages. And most of them were just like poems and they were like, you know, some memories, very general. However, the last page, I was in shock. It was a prayer. And I was like, wait a minute, my mom writing down a prayer? What is this? And then she started like, God, I ask you these 10 things. And if you can give me this before I die, I will be so happy, Lord. And I was like, wow. Ooh. Oh, it's even like more like <laughs> awkward now. So I started reading the, the, the 10 things. And at least six or seven of them were about me. So she was praying like, you know, different things. Bless my, my, she said my, my little kid. I mean, I was not a little kid anymore, but just bless my little kid. And this and this and this and this and this and I was obviously I was crying but I was impressed as well that my mom decided to write down a prayer mostly for me and uh, I didn't know how to react even though she was not there physically uh, I was like in this you know weird moment yes I have used the, the, the word weird a couple of times <laughs> today already but it was something different, a different experience. So I was reading that prayer and I was like, wow, my mom took the time to pray for me. And I know all the moms and dads, they do that, but 
write out a prayer and, and, and saying, God, protect him, bless him, bless Carla, help him to be a great dad. And and and, and I, I think I'm going to be a dad. I don't know if I'm going to be a great dad, but that's that will be uh, a different story. But I was amazed. I was in this deep moment of intimacy with God. I don't know how to explain that, but it was deep. So when you read a prayer from someone that is going to the Lord to ask for you, what do you do? In John 17, that's exactly what we have. Think about this. It's Jesus praying more than 2,000 years ago. But this prayer is very unique because it's not the typical prayer. It's a prayer where Jesus is including me. Jesus is including you. It's just like the prayer that I found from my mom. But now this is Jesus talking to God, talking to the Father 2,000 years ago and saying, bless them. Bless those who don't know me now. Who don't know you now. Bless them. Bless those who are going to come to our ways in the future. Bless them. And I'm pretty sure, and it's difficult to explain for our human mind, but he had all of us in mind. So a couple of the, the, the verses from John 17 uh, that got my attention and I want to do like an application for everybody this morning is this. Um, verse 1. After Jesus has said this, he lifted eyes to heaven and said, Father, he said, the moment has come. Glorify your son so that your son may glorify you. Do this in the same way as you did when you gave him authority over all flesh. So that he could give the life of God's coming age to everyone you gave him. Wow. Why is this so fantastic for me? Jesus is starting this prayer. Listen to this. With an attitude of celebration. He's saying, Father, the moment has come. It's time for you to glorify not only the Son, but to bring glory to your own name. This is a time of joy. It's a time of celebration. Your glory will be expressed now. Father, this is the moment we've been waiting for. I can't believe the moment is finally here. Now everybody will be able to see your glory. The glory that you have gave to me. Okay, so what's really interesting here is this. Jesus begins this prayer with an attitude of celebration, even though he was about to die. He knew that the next couple hours after this were going to be like a key part of his ministry. The beginning of what we all know, the biggest sacrifice. So he's about to die. It's a difficult time. He's struggling, probably suffering internally, thinking about different things, the plan, the reaction of the disciples, the mission. Thinking about love. Love for all of us. But even with everything happening around him, he started the prayer with an attitude of celebration. And for me, this is really important because today 
this is a powerful lesson that we can celebrate even though everything around us is a mess. That we can change our attitude because we know that even in the most difficult time, even in the most um, uh, complicated time, God can bring His glory to all of us. So if this is a time to celebrate. It's a different time to celebrate. But the circumstances around us cannot determine our attitude towards God. Everything happening around us is hard. It's difficult. It's, it's complicated, as I said before. But let me tell you something. The same God that brought joy, the joy of celebration to Jesus when he was praying this 2,000 years ago, is the same God that is bringing joy to your life so you can celebrate. I want to encourage all the families to celebrate, to rejoice. I want to encourage everybody to enjoy this moment, high school seniors. Parents, families, this is a great moment. This is a time for you to really enjoy what the Lord has given to you. And the second thing I want to say before closing is this. It's not only a time of celebration, but it's also a time of request. Because Jesus is celebrating and saying, oh, your glory, God, will be expressed soon. But I also have a couple of things that I want to ask. This is a request. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them with the eternal life. Be with them. I'm not going to be here. But please, Father, be with them. And I want to encourage you this morning to make this prayer your prayer. Sometimes when we pray for people suffering around us, we pray for like, oh God, heal that person. Oh God. I ask you that you provide a job for that person. Oh God, I ask you this and ask you that. But sometimes the deeper prayer you can make for somebody is, God, just be with them. Because if your life is with them, everything is going to be okay no matter what. So here's the thing. Jesus said eternal life. He was not referring to something in the future. He was referring to something that we can experience here right now. Eternal life is not something that you can measure with time. Eternal life is a kind of life, the life of God. Something that you can enjoy right now, today. So this is a great time again to celebrate. Why? Yes, high school seniors, you're graduating. This is fantastic. But guess what? The life of God is inside of you. The DNA of God is inside of you. People have been around all the time trying to find a, not only a reason for God, but evidence to prove that the existence of God. But sometimes we don't need to go around and to experience all the external things to confirm that there is a God. Sometimes what we need is just to go inside of us to see that the eternal life has been there. That He has been there all the time. Celebrate not only that you are graduating today, but celebrate that the Father is with you. Celebrate that the life of God is with you. Celebrate that you have eternal life right now, right here. Celebrate. Bring hope to those who are struggling. Because you are the reason of Jesus' prayer.